How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. Dude, I'm depressed. Depressed? Depressed. Why is that? Why? Because I had the best fantasy football (laughs) team I had ever had in my life. Yep. You weren't able to get it done. A you uh dog yesterday yeah the uh let's just say the uh amazing team that you had assembled didn't really show up to play in that championship week it was kind of the the guys that didn't show up all year showed out for the last week if you if you if you if you got to your fantasy football championship with some of these guys that haven't really performed they they showed up for you and you probably won your uh, your leagues hey on the you other mean, hand like the amari coopers of the world yeah exactly uh, Mike Evans exploding yeah. for a 50 um, in this week, and he, I don't even think he scored all year. Uh, just insane stuff in the championship week, but what else would you expect? I, in, in I lost fantasy by football? 60. 60. Yeah, it wasn't even close. I was the number one scoring team in the league all year. I lost it, by 60. It only takes one week. One week for the just. team to fold. Um, on the other hand, I did win my championship. I was in uh, CMC, um, carried me to victory. Uh, nice. you know, just a, a, a good pick there with avoiding the, you know, Jonathan Taylor, um, with that first pick in the draft. Uh, I, I still have Burrow tonight. I think I'm up 30, so it, it, it'll be a nice, nice watch of Monday night football. Must be, must be nice winning more money mm-hmm. in your little dinky league than I'm going to win for second place in my big league. Yep. It's a cruel world. You know, we cruel so, world. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got to get to the college football playoff that. Yes, I predicted correctly, uh, both teams, in fact. Two of the best college football games I have ever watched. I mean, just insane back-and-forth stuff. Um, The fact that Ohio State didn't win, I cannot believe. And I'm actually pissed about getting the Georgia pick right. I told you, I I picked Georgia. I I thought they were going to win. But that whole game, man, I was rooting for Ohio State. Stroud played his ass off. We said he, he would. I don't know they lost. I, I, I don't know. So we'll get into those games. We got to get into week 17 of the NFL. It was a great week. Uh, some playoff, you know, playoff playoff scenarios are, are floating around there. We got one mm-hmm. more week of NFL football, a lot of spots up for grabs. And also fantasy football comes to an end. So we got to look back at some of our predictions. You know, not not the best, you know, a little, a little off here and there. But some guys, man, that just... That just were underwhelming this year. You know, you look back yeah. that you thought they'd be in the top ten, top five, and, and they didn't even crack the top thirty this year. I mean, there was there was some down years for especially, you know, I'm looking up some quarterbacks there that didn't <laughs> perform as well as they thought they would. But I'm trying to find Dak. Where's Dak? I can't find him on the list. Dak's nowhere to be found. Oh my god. I, the Derek Carr uh, oh. I don't even know what. Uh, I was thinking, you know, with 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 you know the the hype that I really bought into about him, but uh, yeah. Anyway, we got to recap it and get to that. So a lot of stuff, a lot of football to get to today. Let's get into it. Let's run it. Let's start with that college football playoff. Let's recap those two games. Let's start 
With the Horn Frogs, TCU mm. takes down Michigan 51-45 in an absolute shootout. Um, this is, I said I had this feeling that TCU was going to come out and, and just play just play a game. And did they play a game? I mean, the, uh, 51 on Michigan's defense. And we said this defense was different. This defense was the reason that Michigan was considered the favorite to win this game and could possibly give, you know, Georgia a run for their money in the title. And they couldn't even they, – they did it again. They couldn't get back uh, – they, they, they couldn't get to that championship game. And, and I mean, I, I give a lot of credit to Duggan, but – but their defense came mm. to play. Three turnovers, um, three huge sixes, two pick sixes. You know, just huge moments in the game where their defense really stuck up, and and that was the reason that people didn't think TC really had a chance in this one was was their defense was going to be no match for a, a not a crazy offense, but a good running offense that Michigan was probably going to be able to move the ball. Edwards had you know a better first half than I think he did second half. I think they, they had to go more to the pass game, obviously. And McCarthy was able to do it, 343, two touchdowns, but the, the pick sixes were what cost him the game. And Duggan did his thing. Um, I, I thought he was good on the ground as well as, as throwing for 225 and two touchdowns through the air. Um, Matt, you called it. I mean, Quentin Johnson, Johnston. I personally what was kind of, when, when you were talking about him, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. he's been a good player. I, I don't know about all these, you know, that he he's a stud. This guy's gonna be oh, great in in the in the NFL when when he's there. I mean, this guy is is huge, um, and, and he six, came down with four, some two, big 15, plays and runs a four four. Like I mean, he's basically Micah Parsons as a wide receiver. Yeah, he's a big dude, and, and he he just comes up with big plays all the time. I mean, he went six for one sixty three, but there were some plays that he made that. Yeah, I mean the seventy-six yard touchdown run or one that he had was amazing. But just some of the like first down catches he had that they desperately needed. Yep. He, he is a stud. He's a stud. And this is a game where Kendry Miller got hurt, right, yeah. and couldn't play. And look at you know Amari DeMercado. Like this guy came out of a, nowhere. A backup that hasn't played, you know, any significant real playing time the entire year. hundred and fifty yards, eight point eight yards a carry and a touch. This guy showed up too. Look, you the the two inter, two pick sixes obviously are huge. Their pick six is huge, but you really got to put this on on Michigan's defense. This was the reason that people took this team actually serious this year. Yeah, and they sh- they didn't show up. I mean, I, nope. I I guess you take fourteen points off the board. You know, they still almost put up a forty bomb on Michigan's defense. So Michigan hangs it up. I said a week ago that Jim, there's no way Jim Harbaugh is going to leave because I ultimately thought you know a week ago that Michigan was win this game until I changed my pick to TCU um and now the whole dynamic has changed now I don't he's think Jim Harbaugh I, no no now I don't think that he's going to return if he's offered a job Colts you look at the Broncos I, I think he, he's going to get out this is two years in a row now uh, you know this team better than Lynn last I don't see how Michigan you know nah, where they really go from here look JJ McCarthy will be back the team has an incredible uh, recruiting class and junior portal coming through. I, I think he's got momentum at Michigan like he's never had before. I think he'd be a fool to take that Denver job. You know, I, I think that's insane. We'll, we'll see what, what happens, but definitely. I'll, a, I'll tell you one tough, thing, though. Like, tough you, you got to give a lot of credit to TCU's defense. You know, I yeah. mean, th- these guys were flying. You know, again, I'm totally going to forget his name now that I 
it was about right, to bring the, up. I know what you're talking about. That linebacker it, had the just linebacker a day. was in the backfield mm-hmm. every play. Every yeah. play. They could not block him. It was unbelievable to watch. And let me tell you something, man. TCU, I I told you about Max Duggan week what two of the mm-hmm. year? This guy, or week three, he's just something different, man. He's a winner. He, he's very much like Stetson Bennett. He might not have all you know the athletic talent in the world, but man, give this guy the ball, and he will not go down until he wins. And I, mm. I will be a major Horn Frog fan <laughs> come Monday. Yeah, I mean, we're, we'll preview the game, you know, later in the week. But I'm looking at that Georgia minus 13 spread, and I don't, I don't get it after what I just saw. That TCU team, I, I said it. I said it last. When we when we previewed, it, I said TCU Georgia yeah. in the final, and I said if TCU gets past Michigan, past Michigan, especially the way that they did, I think they can win it all. I, I really do. I don't. I don't understand how it's a thirteen point spread. I think that game's gonna be great. But let's yep. get to what was even a crazier game. I didn't think it could get better after the first semifinal. Then you have a Georgia Ohio State absolute classic. I mean, down see, to the, down to midnight. Of New Year's Eve. Uh, on the dot. I mean, on let's the not even get to the, the field goal. C.J. Stroud comes out, and, and and we said C.J. Stroud's going to have to have this legacy game for Ohio State yes. to have a chance to win. And, and, well, and, I mean, and to get to be to, – to really help his draft status, which right. over the last few weeks has taken a beating. Correct. With the loss to Michigan and Bryce Young, you know, having yep. an excellent game in his bowl game. Um, and he comes out and has an excellent game, one of the best – of his career against, you know, the top defense in the nation. If I would have told you Ohio State puts up 41, 41, 41 points on on Georgia's defense and they lose, I would have been like, I I don't know what happened because Georgia's offense hasn't been, you know, the type of offense that can put up, you know, a 40 spot. They really haven't done it all year, you know, I guess against, you know, inferior opponents, but against in a big game like this, you know, Bennett... In a game where C.J. Stroud played his all, Bennett Bennett shined even more. I mean, it's it's just crazy to say, um, you know, the just the the plays that I think Bennett was making, whether it was you know at the end of the game when they had to come back and they had to you know make quick drives on the field. Uh, yeah, there was big plays by McIntosh. He had the, you know a big run. Um, mm-hmm. Smith had a had a really big you know catch and run. But you know Stetson Bennett, man, you, I, I've been saying this. You know, a lot of people have been. Saying he's in this perfect situation, you know. If you want to talk about a winner and in Max Duggan, Stetson Bennett's yeah. the ultimate winner. This guy is on his right. way. If he is to beat TCU to two straight, you know, national champions, uh, you're, you're talking about one of the best quarterbacks in college football history in terms of just winning and and you know all he's, around he's good success. He's going to be on Mount Rushmore with Tim Tebow. Yeah, I mean, so you're, you're talking about Tim Tebow and AJ McCarron, you know, sitting up there with the <laughs> the, the multiple rings which is, you know, crazy to say. But, I mean, back and forth, both quarterbacks played the game of their lives. Um, you know, uh, Marvin Harrison had a great first half, then was knocked out, you know, late in the second half, which I, I don't – the targeting thing is so hard for me because I'm all about the big hits and stuff. I, I thought that one could have went either way. There was one in the two-lane game today that wasn't called targeting. I don't know how that wasn't targeting. Um, if you saw that one, that one was literally the definition of targeting. The, the the Marvin Harrison one, one was, as, as this one was close. Yeah, as brutal as it was, I didn't think it was targeting. I thought they got it right. It was a big hit. You yeah. know, definitely. You know, limited Ohio State there, but, but they but it get, changed the whole game. It yeah, changed it definitely the whole did. game. But they got their opportunity. 
to kick the game-winning field goal of the clock strikes midnight, midnight. And we're talking about an experienced kicker in Noah Ruggles. We're talking about a, a, a six-year senior, super senior, that kicked at North Carolina, kicked at Ohio State last year, missed one field goal all of last year, missed one field goal all of this year, and and he just he shanked, he shanked it. it. He, he shanked absolutely it. shanked it under the pressure. Um, yep. and, and I, I put it, you know, you can't, it's, it's probably the kid's biggest kick of his life. Uh, yep. and, and I, I think you put on, they, they got into their field goal position without a minute left and they just kept kind of being conservative. And, and I understand the NFL, you get to the 30. Yeah. You, you take your knee. You don't really risk anymore. You, 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 yep. you trust your kicker to make a 47, you know, 48 yarder. But in, in college, man, I don't care who your kicker is. You, you try to get every yard because no field goals a gimme, especially, you know, in, in, in the collegiate level. So they take the risk. It doesn't pay off. And Ohio State just loses an absolute heartbreaker. And Georgia escapes and Dude, and just a, a classic game. Could you, could you imagine if Ohio State had Travion Henderson and Jackson Smith and Jingba? Yeah. Like, they, they're missing two NFL players and still they were able. And then they lose Marvin Harrison to an injury in the second half. The guy was uncoverable. Uncoverable. Now, you know, what you call it? Uh, Emeka uh, Abuka had a phenomenal game. I mean, that guy was open on every freaking play. But Marvin Harrison is on another level. He is absolutely going to be one of the greatest wide receivers, I think, in the history of the NFL once he gets in there. He's so big. He's so fast. He runs great routes. He's like his dad. He's got great hands. This, this guy was awesome. And losing him was a backbreaker. Because I really think Ohio State would have run away with this if he if he stayed healthy. Mm-hmm. I, I give a lot of credit to C.J. Stroud. I thought he played a phenomenal game. The best game I've ever seen C.J. Stroud play. And that's against supposedly the best defense in the country. So good on him. He got his draft status where it needs to be. Georgia is beatable. Like yeah. this team is good, they're, but they are beatable. When you look at their defense, it's a, it, it's still a good defense. You know, they, they it's good. In, in a game like this, they do anything. You can to throw win. on it. You can throw on it, but but their defensive line is yeah. You can't run. It, on is it. different. I don't know if I've ever seen a defensive line in back to back years. They've they lost everyone last year. All these new guys this year. You know, Carter just just playing pretty much any position on that defensive line. It's 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 just beasts on that defensive line. You're not gonna be able to run on them. This is going to be in the championship game. Max Duggan is going to have to play, like like we said, you know, C.J. Stroud had to play the best game of his career, and he did, and, and he came up a, a, a missed kick short. Max Duggan is going to have to play double as better, you know, I don't even know what that means, that he did <laughs> against against Michigan uh, to, to pull this off. But it'll be a good one. Um, in terms I, of draft stock, I've, I've said it all season long, my my. Quarterback has never my number one pick. My quarterback has not changed. It's been C.J. Stroud all along. I, yeah. I I just there there's something about Stroud and his arm talent, um, and his build that I think will just be so much more successful um, than Bryce Young. And that's not to say I think Bryce Young should be the second guy off the board. Um, and I think he could be really talented. Um, but but C.J. Stroud to me just just has everything that you'd want for an NFL you know, quarterback. And I'm tired of hearing critics talk about all the non-success of Ohio State quarterbacks. I think C.J. Stroud's the best of them all. I really do. Yeah. I think he's going to be outstanding. Um, what you call it? I think Stetson Bennett is going to get drafted. I think he's going to be a backup somewhere. 
there's going to be a lot of guys on both those teams in the NFL. There's no yeah. doubt about it. The only one who I found, first of all, Brock Bowers, I think is going to be a phenomenal tight end in the NFL. The one guy that I think is completely overrated that everybody is so high on is Ringo. The, the, yeah, the, corner. the cornerback. Yeah, I mean, he got like, toasted. He was toasted. no match for, for like, either talk, corner or either They talk receiver. about him like he's Sauce Gardner. He is not even his, he's not even like Sauce's right, like, sock. Come on. Let's go. Yeah, and then Little. and then and and then just one other thing. Kudos to Tulane, go American baby! What an upset over USC to come back from twelve points down in in the uh, in the fourth quarter. I, I don't know how these teams are giving the, these games away. I I thought Ohio State's you know way that they managed their lead was awful. I, Ryan Day. There's always been kind of knocks on Ryan Day as a coach. I mean, I tend to side with that. I think that that game was managed terribly. Um, with the lead for Ohio State and USC, I, I simply don't know what they were doing with the lead with f- up 15 with four minutes left. <laughs> Caleb Williams is, you, you want to talk about CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams. Oh, he's it, great. Dude, the tank is going to be on next year for this guy because yeah. this <laughs> this is the next coming of, yep. you know, th- this is the next, you know, Mahomes type, Herbert type player. Uh, yep. he He's ridiculous. So in, in a game where you didn't have Jordan Addison, he played insane but that usc defense man all of their signings on uh, for this next year got to be on defense because that defense is horrific so yeah <laughs> on the other side though i mean can you tell me a better running back in the country than tajay spears i mean th- this guy's got to go to the draft right I oh mean, he's draft we dude we've seen him play three times this year right i mean he is special yeah, absolutely speeder, special speedster he, yeah he, he's one of the best running backs without a doubt coming out of the draft and there's a lot of good ones this year. So it'll be interesting to see about the, you know, the first round. Is it worth it for the running backs? Because there's a couple first-round grade running backs. Um, no, but Spears will be taken in the second or third round, and he will be a steal. Yep. Agree with that. Good job um, with finishing out most of college football. Um, obviously, we'll talk more about the college uh, football championship, you know, later in the week. Um, let's go now to the NFL, though. Switch over. Uh, to week 17 let's get to recapping these games you know the ones that were more meaningful towards the playoffs um and 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 talk about some fantasy you know if 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 some guy showed up to win you your uh your championship or not you know some guy showed up for me just want to others in, you? Just others want did to not show up for you stick the knife in keep yeah. turning have fun with it yeah okay yeah keep it uh going with football here um, let's start with some of these one o'clock games, Cardinals, Falcons, uh, Falcons. We're not going to start with the Cowboys game on Thursday. Well, we talked about the Cowboys a little, um, we when did. we were on, but, on but I, we can make one message one mention. Thank you, Tony Pollard for taking the week off. That was the start of my debacle. Yeah. So, you know, now the Cowboys, he'll probably be back and the Cowboys now have to start their starters. Um, yeah. In week 18. All right. Uh, let's go Cardinals, Falcons, Falcons, 2019 win <laughs> young Hoku with the, the winner, Tyler Algier, was a great huh. start. Great start great, this great this start. this week in uh, in fantasy. Eighty, 80 yards, yards and a, and a touchdown. touchdown. Great start. Yep, and Ritter finally gets a win. Um, and, and that is all there is to that. Falcons. That game was brutal. Yeah, that one was rough. All right, keep it going. Uh, Lions Bears. Lions get a much needed big win. They bounce back from their kind of uh, just ass whooping last week from Carolina. Uh, they Can bounce I just mention back. one thing? Mm-hmm. One thing. 
Jamal Williams. So so nice of you to rejoin us in the NFL. Yeah, 22, uh, 20, 22 rushes, 144 yards, and a touchdown. Um, did you start him? I don't know. I, I think it's kind of a 50-50 if you were dealing with running back issues. You, you may probably have, but, didn't. But you probably, probably he was on a lot of people's benches. I saw on Twitter a lot of people complaining. So yeah. not, you know, not good there, but golf at home. Has just been a different beast. That Bears defense has been a gift to fantasy players yep. everywhere. So that was awesome. Justin Fields hit 100 yards in like the first quarter. Um, and that was pretty much it for uh, the, the Bears there. So Lions keep their playoff hopes alive. They're going to need some help from, uh, from, from Sean McVay and the Rams to beat the Seahawks to have a chance. And then they got to beat. Uh, that's not so They got to beat Green Bay and Green Bay. And we know the Lions. That's, don't don't tend they, to do that too much against Aaron Rodgers. So not looking know. good. Not All looking I'm gonna good, say but. the fact that they were what one in seven or whatever it was. Now they're eight and eight. Could finish over five hundred. It's a it's a win for the Lions anyway. And, you know and if I'm they were. Take, to, I'm taking yeah. a win on my prediction at the beginning of the year. I'm yeah, taking. I mean you got to take a win. Dan Campbell saves his job um, yep. by turning the season around. You know, Goff probably is the starting quarterback next year, and they got pieces yep. to build around. You know, if they get the seventh seed. In in this year's playoffs, like, are we talking about a twenty point loss to San Fran? I mean, it's, it's probably it's not. But know, guess what? Crazy. Next year, you can take all eight of your draft picks and buy all defensive players or draft all defensive players. Yeah, they, they don't need a single person on offense. They should all be defensive selections. Yep, but they keep it alive for for another week. There, uh, yep. Chiefs Broncos, another close game against the uh, the Broncos, but the Chiefs. Edge it out. They are one win away from that first buy, uh, first seed buy in the AFC. Uh, Mahomes, another great hey, game. What know, about what, what about what about the interim head coach thing? Yeah, it almost it almost did. They it were up in this game a couple did. times. Russell Wilson had a good day running the ball. He had two rushing touchdowns. Yep. Um, and their defense, you know, and stood they tall. They scored against over Chiefs seventeen. Team. Yep, good this job. Is a, this is a holiday job, miracle. Yeah, now they're uh, four and twelve. Um, a loss next week, and some there's some teams at the bottom there that play next week that someone has to win the game. I mean, maybe tie, but someone's got to win the game. And and the Broncos looking like they might sneak, you know, into that that top five. Um, but their pick goes to the Seahawks, so it doesn't matter. The Bron- it just gets worse and worse for the Broncos. So, uh, can Chiefs I, prevail. Can I can, and, I can I bitch for a second? Well, I was gonna mention uh, Jarek McKinnon there because oh, Jarek there McKinnon, he is. Gotta be a league winner this year. Gotta be a league winner. I mean, what a what a playoff performance, you know, in the, la- in the last three weeks for Jared McKinnon. Okay, so you're Jared McKinnon, who just screwed me royally because I played him and Mahomes. So I watched five touchdowns between the two of them. Jet McKinnon is now the first running back in the history of the NFL to score a touchdown in five straight games, catching the ball. What? Yes. That's insane. Statistician Brian giving us the news. Five, the first NFL running back ever to score a touchdown in five straight games through the air. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what that, that's just luck not on your side for that one. But I mean, yeah. Jarek McKinnon, I, I, I just feel like he, you know, this is such a Chiefs thing. The, the dude was, uh, you know, was, I thought he was a stud in, in, in Minnesota, you know, went to San Fran, was a gadget guy there, and then gets hurt and, and just doesn't play for like a year or two. And then, of course, goes to Kansas City and they turn him into this just, you know, Austin Eckler-like dual threat running back. 
Um, and he has a great year this year. I mean, of course it is for the Chiefs. And now they are almost into that number one seed. They just got to beat uh, the Raiders uh, the last week of the season. So should, it should be easy enough. All right. Uh, Dolphins, Patriots. They couldn't do it, man. They couldn't do it. Teddy Two Clubs couldn't do it. He gets hurt. Skylar Thompson couldn't do it. He, oh, he, he He's awful. I, I don't know what to say about the, this this Dolphins debacle. Eight and eight now. Eight and three. Five in a row. Uh, I mean, if you look at this, I want to get this out of the way. You look at the schedule. The schedule makers are laughing at the Dolphins right now because it wasn't it wasn't pretty. But this Dolphins team, man, I understand the Tua you know situation. They had so many injuries. Armstead getting out, Chubb being out, Xavier Howard out. You know, multiple weeks. I get it, but you got to win one game to make the one, play. Game. one game. You just got to win one game, and they were in all of them, man. They they were in every single one, um, and they they could. And here's get it the done. crazy part: they still have a chance. They still got a chance. The last they still week, have a chance. They still, it's it's crazy, but you know, two was not going to play. Bridgewater breaks a finger in this game. I don't have any belief in Skylar Thompson. That dude was terrible no, when terrible. he came in. So, look, they. Everything we said the, the Jets. So everything we said the Dolphins need to do, they didn't do. They didn't run the football effectively. Jeff Wilson finished with forty-five yards, three yards of carry, um, and and they they didn't get to Hill or, or Waddle to create plays. They didn't even have hundred yards. Oh, that's why I lost fans football because Tyreek Hill didn't get the ball. Yeah, no, nothing showing there. And you got to give credit to the Patriots defense. This is I'm telling you, man. If this Patriots team beats Buffalo and makes this and, and makes the postseason by beating Buffalo. I don't know who you need to crown. Bill Belichick, their defensive coordinator, Adam, Matthew Judon, whoever it is, someone needs to be crowned just a, a genius because this offense carried by Matt Patricia is so bad. It's it's embarrassing to watch, but this team is somehow has a chance in the last week of the season to finish over 500 and make the playoffs with Mac Jones as their quarterback and their offense literally not able to do anything. This defense is top five in the league. It's It's played... Incredible all year, and they they stole this win because you know against any other team, I, I still think the Dolphins, you know, could have could have squeaked out a win. You know, if they play the Jets, they would have won this game. Now yeah. they got to beat the Jets next week. Um, I and Buffalo and, beats, and then and Buffalo hope, needs to beat yeah the, the Patriots, Patriots there. So so it's it's possible, it's but yeah. I don't know. The Jets are going to be ready to end their season, and if Skylar Thompson's really the starter, I, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see who I'm gonna pick because I don't know Dude, if I could do it again with with the Dolphins there. So, hey, not that I want to fast forward until our last segment, but do you know the Patriots finished as the number one fantasy football defense this year? I, it doesn't surprise me. They were they were incredible all year, and, and you really gotta, you know, give it up for a defense that that doesn't get carried by its offense. You know, you see so many times. Look at the Eagles. Look at the Cowboys. They got good defenses. But, man, sometimes their defenses are carried by their offenses, scoring so many points, you know, just deflating the other team's offense. The Patriots' sure. offense is bottom five in the league, and their defense sure. finishes the number one. It's, that's impressive. I mean, that, that's, that's super impressive stuff. So Hey, but the Dolphins covered. So <laughs> Yeah, good job, Dolphins there. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens with that AFC wild card next week. Um, the Giants, they clinch the playoff spots. Oh, Make your weekend even that. worse. Just uh, killing me every which way. You said it wouldn't be done, but Daniel Jones said, hold on, and clinched the playoffs for the G-Men. 
Uh, Daniel Jones, 91 on the ground, had two rushing touchdowns, two more through the air. One of his best performances of his his young career there. Richie James is paving the way as the number one wide receiver, and the G-Men are in the playoffs. Um, I think they are locked into that sixth seed, um, and and they will uh, they, they'll be playing in the playoffs for the first time in a while. There, nothing impressive and pushed, and, over and the Colts. Daniel but Jones as the seventh highest fantasy football quarterback. Of that's the year. incredible. That is unbelievable. Unreal. But Are you going to sign him now, Giants? Are you going to give him a five-year contract? Big might. money? They might. I, I, again, I don't. I, I don't know what Daniel Jones is is truly. Ca- he played very well in this game, and he's not turning the ball over, which is good. Sure, but he played and the Colts, sh- right? But he played the Colts, and and that's what I'm saying. So, I just, I I, I really don't want to be this Daniel Jones just hater because he played good in this game, but. What are the Giants going to do in the playoffs? They're, I don't think they're they can even smoked. beat the Vikings. You know, if they play the 49ers, I don't think they're going to win. Um, no. You know, they, I don't know. I, it, we'll, we'll see if Daniel Jones can can turn it to another gear. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a win of a season just for the Giants to make the playoffs. You know, and sure. Dabble is probably going to be there for coach of the coach year. Of so, sure. win, take, take Giants fans, have your win of a season. But, you know, that. I, I think this creates a dilemma now with with Daniel Jones. Like, are you going to pay him top cornerback money? I don't know if you can. I don't know. I don't know if you can do that. I, I think you're going to at least pay him a three year, four year sort of bridge contract with decent money. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. They got they got deciding to do so. Giants big win there. Uh, more NFC East action. The Saints. They beat the Eagles to make it interesting for Week 18. The only good thing that happened to me this yeah, weekend. Seriously. The only good thing, and the Eagle fans that said Jalen Hurts is just in the right system are laughing now because Gardner Minshew was not looking good um, on offense in this one. Uh, I, I really think, you know, the Lane Johnson injury is is a big one. And you saw it got six yep. sacks six times under pressure all day. Um, and when you look at this Saints team, this is what makes me mad about the Saints. They finished 7-9. and nine, They're not going to make the playoffs. You know, they 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 have a huge hole at quarterback. That's known, you know, injuries all all you know year long. But their defense at the end of the year, it look at the last couple games. They gave up thirteen points to San Fran. They give up seventeen to Tampa. They gave up under twenty to, to Atlanta. They give up ten points to Cleveland, ten points to the t- a top Philly offense. Like this defense finally stepped up. It, it was too late. But they finally stepped up. This was one of the best defenses in the league to start the year. That's what I thought would carry this team to at least a playoff spot. They didn't. They didn't play well the entire year until they finally stepped it up the last couple. You know, the last couple games. Marshawn Lattimore was a big part of that um, with coming back. You know, later in the year. So, you know, it 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 gives this. Yeah, it gives the Saints hope going into the offseason. They need a quarterback. They need they some need health. Some, they need health. Like, they need. Play, I mean, you know, on. their playmakers to really stay healthy throughout the year. Yeah, um, Michael Thomas didn't play again this year. Dra- uh, Jarvis Landry was out more than he was in. Right. Olave it, was out more than he was in down, down the stretch. You, you can't you can't win with your three best players, you know, out. And and Kamara was actually playing a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and my biggest thing about the Eagles here is whatever. Gardner Minshew's out, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bash the offense too much. Jalen Hurts playing doesn't do much to the defense, and in two straight weeks, 
against a really good offense in the Cowboys and not so good offense against the Saints, they they got bashed on defense, especially through the air. Their mm-hmm. their secondary is struggling right now. Um, Josh Sweat, Maddox going out was right? huge. Maddox goes out. Josh Sweat, which was a big their best pass rusher, double digit sacks, goes out with an injury. I don't know what his status is going to be like. Um, so they got they got health issues on defense. Um, it's it, it has not been a good two weeks. Now they have to win. They have to play their starters um, against the Giants. Uh, you know they they should be able to take care of business there and still get the number one seed, which they they desperately need now. Um, yeah. more than they did a couple weeks ago. I'm, I expect Hurts to be back um, for that, but not not good for the Eagles the last two weeks. They, uh, they their, their one-loss season hopes were kind of crushed, and now they're at 13-3 and three and got a win on the on the last week of the year. So Let's go Giants! Go, go Giants in, the, uh, <laughs> in the, the season finale. All right, uh, the game that mattered the most out of the entire week, Panthers-Bucks, the battle for the NFC, now, NFC South. It was inevitable that the Buccaneers eventually did it in a, in a sucky year in a sucky division. They still pull it out. Uh, the Panthers were out 14, nothing in this game. They started out they with the, 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 the right motive. They were attacking the, the injured secondary. DJ Moore was off to a good start. Shy Smith caught a touchdown. Um, and, and then Brady said, and then what happened? And then what happened? Brady said, I've had enough of not throwing to Mike Evans. And he went 10 for two Oh seven. And three touchdowns. I mean, insane, uh, it, absolutely incredible. A, a Mike Evans year that has been incredibly quiet. Um, if you look down his game log, he's had over fifty yards three times in the last eight games, and two of those times were fifty-five and fifty-nine. Um, so really, only one time over fifty yards the last eight games, and he explodes for twelve or ten for two hundred seven and three touchdowns. Um, let's just say. There was a couple uh, people that kept him in the flex spot um, of mm-hmm. this year's championship. Yeah, that paid off, you know, really good for uh, for the people that decided to, to keep him in there by, you know, by the hair. So, Buccaneers. You know it, mo- it moved him from 22 in, in the league in wide receiver PPR to 11th. Just that That's one wild. game. Yeah, and he finishes with a ninth straight 1,000-yard season. That's the most ever. <laughs> the the only other person to to get close was six seasons. Nobody's even been close to nine straight a thousand yard seasons. And it's just incredible. Even in a down year for the Bucks and Brady as a whole, he still gets to that mark. So, you know, incredible job there. And they've locked themselves into the four seed. You know, the Cowboys, unless they, you know, the Giants actually do try their hardest to beat the Eagles and do, will be playing the Cowboys. And Tom Brady's mm-hmm. never He's never lost to the Cowboys there. So, you know, what sets up to be an interesting matchup there, even in a down year of the Bucks, they're going to host a playoff game. So, you know, they, they, it was, it was, when I say it was inevitable, it was inevitable because Tom Brady wasn't losing a, a go to the playoffs or pretty much go home game to Sam Darnold. He wasn't, he, he never does. So <laughs> Sam Darnold, give it to him, give it up for Sam Darnold. He, he has probably earned himself at least the backup job on this team next year. I think you got to say, Matt, you know, if Matt Corral comes and performs. I, I don't know. Like this team kind of ruined their 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 shot at CJ Stroud and and uh, Bryce Young. They have six wins. I mean, it might even get to seven next week. So they kind of ruined their odds on those guys. So maybe Sam Darnold is even the starter next year. I don't know. I, th- I think he's earned at least you know a, a spot on the on the team next year, a spot at you know a chance for it because he's played he played really good the last couple of weeks to to put him in 
in this kind but he of situation. couldn't bring it home. Couldn't bring it home. Brady goes 432 and three touchdowns. So Ugh. glad to see he's rolling as we get to playoff time. That's what you want to see uh, yeah, right. from him. All right, uh, keep it going. Browns end the commander season. Who called this game? Uh, you know, I just laugh. I laugh because right. I, I, I laugh at Carson Wentz. <laughs> I laugh at the commanders. I laugh at Ron Rivera for confidently saying we're going to Carson. Going, we're going to Wentz over there because that that's what I want to do in a game that you got to win to keep your playoff hopes alive. Go to Carson Wentz. I, I, I don't understand why. It made no sense, the move. Um, Some of the played, worst interceptions you've he, ever going to see. He played absolutely horrific in, mm-hmm. in this game. Three picks. Um, the only reason it was close up until the end was, I think, you know, Brian Robinson was able to get 87 yards on the ground because they would refuse to throw the ball in the second half because he was so bad. And and that's the only reason it was close. Oh, yeah, the other reason it was close because I think the second-worst quarterback in the league is Deshaun Watson on there. Yes, I know he had three touchdowns, but he was 9 for 18. Some of the worst incompletions I've seen, you know, the only other worst completions I saw were the interceptions that Carson went through. So, I mean... Amari I Cooper had a zero at halftime. I was playing Amari Cooper in my championship game. He finished with three for 105 and two touchdowns. I'm just Terrible. keeping the theme of how bad my day was. Yep. Yeah, it's it, it's it's really, you know, it was rough to watch. My The two quarterbacks that I despise most, that I think are, are trash, played a trash game against each other. And Carson Wentz, you know, might even have played his last snap in the NFL. I don't think that's crazy to say. I mean, I don't understand why any team would even want him on their their roster. Washington's done. Um Ron Rivera, who I was I gave mad props to for for you know having this team who I didn't think you know should really be in this position to that that they were in this position. I was giving him props. I thought he was a good coach and then he goes ahead and makes this decision to start Wentz in here and I pretty much want to retract that that statement. So uh, do, do you know with that game done. Amari Cooper Finished wide receiver nine. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. He had a lot nine. of these. He had a lot of these games. Slow starts, a, a lot of zeros in the first half, and he came out and and some touchdowns in the second half definitely saved his fantasy year. So, um, I I guess you could go with the Browns. You know, won that trade. You know, didn't didn't give up anything to to get a guy that you know is still a number one wide receiver in the NFL. But yep. you know, the Browns seven and nine again. The Browns, we, 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 we thought this would happen. They would barely miss the playoffs because too many games that Deshaun Watson missed. But, but the biggest thing that the, the Browns really have to look at in this offseason is Deshaun Watson wasn't good in the games that he came back and played. So no, now, but now what same, are, you, but he also, are you worried? He hadn't played for two years, right? Their offensive line was banged up. You know, they don't have that much talent other than Cooper. And if you're going to call Donovan People Jones. Right? I mean, of course, Nick Chubb's great, but they, they have some needs that they've got to upgrade, and he's just got to get more reps and more time. I mean, he'll be fine, but he definitely looked like he lost a step. There were a couple times where he tried to escape the rush, and he got tracked down by big white dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. that, Deshaun Watson used to take off, and he was gone, kind of like Justin Fields. A little, little rusty there. Um, a little rusty. Running the ball. So, Browns get the win. Commanders are done. Um, somehow... Hey, if if the Cowboys take care of business, you know my 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 
my over under wins that I didn't understand was Commanders that were sitting at eight flat on the year. Uh, a couple weeks ago, they were seven and four. They're yeah. seven, eight, and one now. It might be seven, <laughs> nine, and one, and that under might hit by by some crazy standard that they weren't able to win in their last you know five games uh, of the year. So that's awesome. I hope that that comes true. Uh, Jaguars took down the Texans. No surprise there. They ended up not really sitting starters. Um, Lawrence Etienne. Well, they sat him in the second half. Yeah, second half. They took care of business. The Texans want no business winning any of these final games. Nope. So Jaguars nope. take care of business. Uh, four o'clock games now before we get to the irritating ones. I'm looking at the Jets and the Vikings there. We'll get to the two ones that didn't ones. really matter. Um, Rams, Chargers. Chargers took care of business. You know, a, a, a game that, you know, does, didn't really matter for either team, really. The Chargers are kind of locked into that fifth seed. Um, Austin Eckler, man, what a finish to the year. As this team turned up, he finished as running back one. one. Running number back one. one in fantasy. One. How did that happen? Unbelievable. How does that happen? Like 17 touchdowns. Or one, yeah, 122 on the ground and two touchdowns. He had 40 yards in the air. Herbert finishes strong. Not as not not the MVP year we thought, but he got his team to the playoffs. Rallied behind a lot of injuries. You know, if they went, if they beat Denver, they finish the year with five straight wins. And once again, uh, you do not want to play the Chargers in no. the uh, and they're the getting healthier. There. Yep. Right. They got I mean, Joey Bosa back. Joey Bosa came back. Obviously, Derwin James came back a couple weeks ago. You still have Khalil Mack. You know, you, you, the defense is getting better. The offense is electric with Williams and uh, Keenan Allen and Eckler and Josh Palmer. Even Gerald, Gerald Everett looks better. Like, this is a good team. This is a team you do not want to play in the playoffs for sure. But Austin Eckler, 18 touchdowns. 18 what, what a year. Ridiculous. A what really, year. really strong year for, for Eckler, bouncing back from a, uh, a tough start there. So uh, good on the, uh, the, the Chargers there for, for taking care of business there. Um, and by the way, not, not, not just to uh, a side mention, Cam Akers, man, all of a sudden, NFL running back. I don't know. I don't know what to take from it. End of the year, they didn't really care. Uh, I don't know. Showed, I don't know. They didn't showed. want him on the team a couple weeks. I know. So I, I think that I think they're cool running with him next year. Yep. All right. Keep it going. The 49ers overtime win over the Raiders. What a what, what a the really hell good was game. this game? I don't was, know. But what the hell? How did the Raiders lose this one? Look, Jared Stidham comes in three sixty five and three touchdowns. Made Derek Carr look, you know, like like damn. Why couldn't you do this all year? He simply just threw to Devonte Adams. He had a some unbelievable catches, seven for one fifty-three, two touchdowns. Um, but the 49ers prevail. They 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 just you know, Brock Purdy just simply has won every start that he's made. Uh, you know, really just getting McCaffrey involved every way possible is seems like the winning formula, and they've done it without Debo Samuel. Um, Kittle scored a touchdown again. IU continues to have a really good breakout year. Um, and 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 the 49ers in a game that you know, the 49ers, I don't think, has, have had one of these games, these these slip-up games. The 49ers don't look now. Uh, the 49ers have won nine in a row. Wow. That's nine in a row with with all these different quarterbacks coming in, with all these injuries. Their number one wide receiver down. Kittle was was hurt most of the year, and they've won well, nine in a row. The number one wide receiver thing, they're playing so much better without Debo this year. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. 
But, you know, it like, doesn't hurt to have him in, but... I'm, no, but it they weren't going to him anyway. And since they've gotten McCaffrey, Debo is an afterthought. Yep. And McCaffrey... It's been, Kittle, it's been him and Kittle, and, and Ayuk's having a great year. Yeah, Ayuk's having right? a great I, year. Ayuk's a top 20, top 20 fantasy wide receiver this year. Yep. Who, uh, who McCaffrey slots in at number two um, in running backs this year. 49ers, and you know, everyone has has these kind of slip up games against these bad teams, I, but they're able to pull it. I just it have out. one question. One question. When Josh Jacobs scored the touchdown to tie this game with less than a minute left, would you have gone for two? Yeah. I, I say you go for two because, because you just, what, what's there to lose? Well, if that, I, you're home. You're home. You've given everything you have to get back, and you know, if you go to overtime, there's nothing left in the tank. Right, and, and and the way I look at it is, you know, any game that is either earlier in the season or you're playing for, you know, you know, playoffs and something like that, you kick, you kick, you go to overtime, you extend the game. But in a game that doesn't matter, you're eliminated. All that, you go for two. They weren't eliminated yet, though. I know. I mean, they, how was that? How was that possible? It doesn't make much sense because they were they were eliminated after they lost to the Steelers last week. I know. So I don't know how they weren't eliminated. They got they got re uneliminated. I don't know, but anyway, with all, they were with eliminated. All the terrible AFC teams. Whatever like you go for two uh, yeah, against a team like the 49ers, who you shouldn't even be with with your with your backup yeah. quarterback. You go for two. 100%. I would want for two also. All right, now to the two games that piss me off completely. Um, four o'clock <laughs> Seahawks Jets Seahawks twenty three six. I I wrote the Seahawks off. I said this team is done. It's it's time to stop. The Jets got Mike White in there. You know their defense is going to take care of business. Screw the defense. This offense is broken. Who cares who's 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 that quarterback? This offense is broken. Uh, I, I don't understand. You know they the the Jets need to start from scratch because because all these guys don't work. You know you want to put on Zach Wilson. I understand he's terrible, but but this offense these the only guy that worked was Brees Hall, and he it's went all out falling apart since he's and left. it has never been the same. Nope. It's never been the same. Nope. Uh, nobody showed up on the wide receiver side. Um, you got a bunch of just jags, just just the guys, you know, at, at running back, and and it was it, it was about time that the Jets season just ended because that was uh, just like the Dolphins that that second half of the season was was terrible. Mike White was unwatchable. Terrible. Like I put Mike White in my DraftKings, big mistake. I mean that was just atrocious, atrocious game, and, and I mean. Look, I thought him and Garrett Wilson would get their little magic back. He threw the ball to Garrett Wilson 11 times. He had three catches for 18 yards. Yep. It, pretty, it wasn't pretty good. bad. It wasn't good. Pretty Poor pretty Jets. bad there. So Poor you know, Jets. The, you were making me look so yeah. good, and now I don't I don't even want to talk about them. In, in, the, in, in a season that, you know, at one point I was on the Jets. I'm not hopping on this train, and then I kind of did. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I kind of did hop on I it. I got you on. I, I, I said this team you. isn't going to win seven games. They're not. They won seven games. They they yeah. literally won seven games. It's same. And old they're going to finish winning seven. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Just bad stuff from the Jets. The Seahawks now control their own destiny. They got to beat the Rams, and they find themselves as the seventh seed. So wow. give it up to Gino. All right, and then the game that just cherry on top for Sunday: Packers Vikings. Packers with a with a dominant victory. Where have we seen this one before? That's right, <laughs> a couple times actually this year against the Vikings. Another they're frauds, frauds. They're frauds. And you know the the fraud the fraudulent Viking haters were out on 
you know, in social media this, this, this week, they were out, they were about, they were, they were, they were talking their talk. Um, how about Jahir Alexander stepping up and shutting down Justin Jefferson? Oh, uh, wait, he's on my fantasy football team catch too. In a game that everybody thought Jefferson would have a big game because he had to break his record. Now it looks like he won't break his, re- you know, the, the all-time receiving record. Jahir Alexander, Jahir Alexander said that he was not having any of that. Um, and, and this was strictly the Packers defense. They didn't do anything on offense. This was turnover after turnover. Uh, just absolute terrible play by by Kirk Cousins. You know, three picks. Um, you know, he had a fumble on a, on a sack as well. Um, so he gave them the, well, the he, ball four times. Yeah, the interception to Darnell Savage where he returned it for 75 yards was awful. And that mm-hmm. was right after... Uh, what should we call it? Nixon returned the kickoff for 105 yards on the play before. Yeah, terrible so, start. I, terrible start. Terrible start. I, listen, we have woken a sleeping giant, and I, unfortunately, it's Green Bay who controls their destiny, not Seattle. Right? Green Bay who beats Detroit next week. They're in. Seattle yeah. needs Detroit to win and Seattle to win. So. This is getting ugly because the Green Bay is looking like they're going to make the playoffs. No, you're you're wrong. The I'm not Seattle wrong. Seattle controls their destiny. Seattle wins. I don't think or, so. No, see, no. look, you're confusing me. You just said a whole okay. you you repeated three teams like when you were just saying. Let me <laughs> let me pull this up. Talk, okay. look. When 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 you look at you know this game, I'll I'll pull up the, you know the the playoff clinching scenarios whatever. But when you look yeah. at this game, you know the thing that just pisses me off the most is these Packers fans coming out now that said you thought we were dead and the Packers lovers. Why does every analyst love the Packers? Why why is it? I turn on ESPN. They have a hard on for Aaron Rodgers. I turn on ESPN. Everyone hates the Cowboys. Everyone hates the Eagles. Everyone, you know, hates, you know, hates this team and that team. Everyone loves the Packers. Everyone loves to talk about Aaron Rodgers, and they love that Aaron Rodgers is doing this. I don't, it doesn't make sense. I hate this guy. I hate this team. And, <laughs> and when you look at uh, the, the playoff scenario here, I'll, I'll attempt to, you know, pull it up here. But when, when you look at the playoffs, I can't believe that they're even – it has a scenario that this team is actually going to get in. Yeah, so you're right. So you got the Packers here. Um, Seattle wins their game against the Rams. Uh, the Basically, Detroit's eliminated. Yes. Then Green Bay has to win, and if Green Bay wins, they're in. If, That's what I said. Green yeah. Bay controls their destiny. So, yeah, sorry. Green Bay controls their destiny. So, yes. whatever. Green Bay, you know, they can have their seventh seed. I don't think it's going to mean anything. Whatever. All right, it let's just get to... makes me want to vomit. Yeah, gross. Sunday night. Talk about vomit. This one was a snooze Dude, fest. I went to bed. It was... It was. I couldn't even watch it. It was so bad. I, I, I watched... Bed, it was 13 to 3. I watched a good third quarter... Three quarters. Uh, just abysmal offense. It was offense. over. It um, was over. Yeah. Ter- ter- terrible offense. I mean, the, the, the Ravens are simply missing their quarterback that does it all for them. Um, I mean, Tyler Huntley actually got Mark Andrews involved, 9 for 100, so that was good to Uh. see. And all I'm going to do is skip to the final drive where big balls, Kenny Pickett, who everyone wrote off, except your boy here, who said, not so fast. I I like some of the stuff this guy's doing. And he's he's improved every week. 
you know, that he's, he's, that he's given the starting job and he's put the Steelers in position now that they have a real chance to make the playoffs here in the, uh, in, in this, in this AFC. This is crazy. I, I don't know how this team is back from the dead. I mean, you got to give it up for the Joey Bosa effect. I mean, ever since he's been back, they've been winning. Um, but Kenny Pickett gets credit for an incredible last you drive. Joey Bosa. You meant TJ I meant, Watt. I meant Nick, uh, <laughs> yeah, TJ Watt. TJ Watt. Um, you got to give credit to Kenny Pickett for that final drive. Gets it to Najee Harris Wait, for the touchdown. How, he, he was delivering some about, dots. over. There. How about the fact if they win next week, Mike Tomlin still will not have a losing season. It's nuts. It is it's really nuts. nuts. So God, I, God bless him. I don't know how he's doing it. I think he's got. I think he's got superpowers, honestly. Um, so Super you know, the Steelers, if, if they win this game, I wouldn't be surprised if they got in because Mike Tomlin controls, you know, minds or something. That <laughs> is it for Week 17. Friday, we come back with Oof. another big episode previewing the uh, College Football Championship, and then Week 18, yep. talking all these scenarios. Um, last thing before we leave here, I just wanted to look at fantasy football. Yep. Kind of look at where we were. I got my rankings here. If you want to chime in with yours, if you had sure. some, some differential, you know, picks, I know you did. Um, just looking back on some, you know, what we got right, what we got wrong um, in fantasy this year, starting with quarterbacks, um, your final top five would be Mahomes, Josh Allen, Burrow, Hertz, and Geno Smith at five. I'm going to be honest. Geno Smith was nowhere on my radar um, for fantasy quarterbacks. Hurts, I told you not to draft him. I was wrong. My Eagles bias wrong. got in the way. Um, yep. But I got Burrow up there. Um, I had Josh Allen at one. He finishes two. Um, and Mahomes. Well, he might. Honestly. Yeah, he, he might finish he still has one. still a game tonight. Yeah, he still has a game. So that might have been, you know, one that I got right. And then Mahomes mm -hmm. there, you know, I, I had him down at eight in my pre-rankings. But yeah, Mahomes. Is going to finish you, one. You or, thought one Kansas or two. City and Mahomes were going to take a big step. I did, and he proved me wrong. And I'll, I'll never doubt Mahomes again. Um, the no, I, I, the late round sleepers I had uh, was Tua, and I guess you know in the games that he played, the Dolphins did really good, and he had you know just the exact season I thought he would with with two great weapons, and the you know injuries not not on his side. So I I'll tell you what I'm. Listen, I'm proud of the fact that, you know, we both had Josh Allen number one. It really is going to probably be, end up being number one. We were both very wrong with Jalen Hurts. I was very right with Joe Burrow. I was very wrong with Justin Fields. Oh, my God, was I wrong with Justin Fields. But that was all by his legs. It really yeah. wasn't throwing the ball. Yep. Trevor Lawrence finishing in the top seven? I, I, you got, I, had, I, I didn't have that on the radar nope. anywhere. Right. Geno Smith, nobody had Kirk Cousins. You know, we were debating at the bottom end of the 10. You know, the biggest disappointments, obviously, Lamar, obviously, you know, Justin Herbert, he had an OK year. It wasn't a phenomenal year. I thought it was going to be much better. Daniel Jones finished ahead of him. Right. Yeah. And, you know, candidly, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson all had horrific seasons. So mm -hmm. th those were my biggest takeaways. Yeah, I, I look at Lamar finishing at 14, and it feels like he hasn't played in forever. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. He was he was on his way to a top five season in fantasy. Um, yeah, but he can't stay healthy, like and that's what was always our concern. Yep, finally had that big injury. Uh, when he moved to running backs, uh, the, t the top five ended up being Eckler, CMC, Josh Jacobs goes to three. He was not on my board. Um, Derrick Henry at four, and Saquon Barkley at five. Um, so Barkley, you know, comes in and, and actually – as you know, a, a good bounce back year, 
you know, was big for the Giants this year. Um, Isn't it know. amazing that Josh Jacobs and Barkley were, and, and then Tony Pollard is right after that. We're not on any of our lists, no. right? I mean, obviously the, the Justin Taylor, you know, Jonathan injury Taylor, changed yeah. everything. Right. Josh, or, or, and it was big. And, and take away the injury, he didn't have a good year. He did no. not have a good year. He and that was a good year. That was probably my best fantasy take of the year was CMC. I, 100 out of 100 times I took with the first pick. Um, yep. I didn't want to touch Taylor this year. Um, and CMC ends up being, you know, having a great year. Um, the 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 all the other thing I was the only thing I was really wrong about in the running backs was Najee Harris, and he yeah. had a couple I, good weeks in in the back end of the season to per, to kind of boost his ranking. There, he finishes sixteen. And he didn't really finish sixteen. No, he was terrible. They, they, I had him at two before yeah, the season. They right? were bad. Here I am sitting there going, I had Taylor, Najee, CMC, Dalvin Cook, and DeAndre Swift. It was not pretty. Yeah, not not good stuff there. Wide receiver, yeah, wide receivers. Uh, you got Jefferson at one, uh, Hill at two, Adams three, Diggs four, and then AJ Brown at five. Um, Justin Jefferson, I had as my number one, so that yep, that he, he comes back with a great season. Obviously, the Cooper Cup injury kind of derailed everything. Debo Samuel injury, you know, didn't have a chance there. Um, the, the, you know, the one that, that I really loved was I had CD lamb at five. He finishes six. He had a fantastic yeah. year. Um, Cooper cup, like I said, you know, the injury kind of derailed and the, just a bad season from, from the Rams. He finished 20. How does Cooper <laughs> cup finish 20? That that's the most impressive thing. I think I've, I've seen all year is that yeah. he somehow finished as a top 20 wide receiver in fantasy. That's pretty in, insane there. Um, and then Debo Samuel finishes 34, uh, he, he didn't get much, you know, going this year. So that one, I was, I was definitely wrong on, on there. I, I love the fact that I had Justin Jefferson, Devonte Adams, Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, all in the top ten, and they all finished in the top ten. Yeah, definitely, <clears throat> definitely. My uh, only bad call was Keenan Allen, but that was injury. Right, and he, and when he came back from injury, he definitely would have been top 10 if he if he stayed healthy and, so and my number 10 actually my number 10 was a little off i had michael Pittman. he finished at 21 yeah and one of my late round sleep uh, you know one of the late round sleepers a lot of us were on were amon st brown definitely had a good yep. year the other ones gabe davis and Allen robinson nah, not so much didn't, didn't do much there so no uh, and aj brown and Devonte smith finished in the top nine yeah and my stay away my big stay away was, was terry mclaurin and Mc, terry mclaurin i think that qualifies as a as a good pick I don't think he did yep. much this year. Nope. So tight ends to finish it off uh, was Kelsey Hawkinson at two. Andrew somehow still finishes three wow. Kittle at four and Evan Ingram at number so, five, which is so explain it. And Fryermuth was six so that, and Higby was seven. So both of them were in my top 10 and then Dawson Knox, who you laughed at me. So I, I actually had a pretty good top 10. I just want one understanding. How do I have Kelsey and Andrews on the same team? And I and Josh Allen and I don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Well, when you look at when you look at at the tight ends, they were weak this year, man. Even weak. Kelsey, Kel, Kelsey had a, obviously a great year and and, and average you know, under twenty points a game. But 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 he didn't have the this unbelievable tight end record breaking season we thought he was going to nope. have. Um, Hawkinson at two, I I think is is great for the Vikings. They definitely won that trade. That was good yeah. to see. Um, Kittle finishing four. What an end of the season he really had. I had him finishing two. Um, he, he he clutches up and finishes four. 
Um, and then obviously Evan Ingram at five. No one had that. I mean, he had some really boom weeks that that put him up there. But all it took was a couple good weeks for a tight end to finish in the top ten because there was no really good ones this nope. year. It was it was a really a down year. year. Um, yeah. Schultz I had finishing it in the top five. He finishes nine. Oh, um, and then you know obviously Darren Waller was a big pick, um, and he finishes at tight end thirty. Um, you on the you years. had Dalton Schultz finishing nine. I am at seventeen on my list. No, I had him finishing. Oh, you have him at 17 in, in terms of it, tight end. Uh, yeah. It, the, the tight end is so bad so that bad. It, unless you're Kelsey, you know, you, really you still didn't have a great season. So, no. Bad, bad stuff from the tight ends. And that was. Number one kicker, Brett Maher. Yeah, Brett Maher there, you know, makes his, his comeback to the NFL at the Cowboys. He was, he was really good this year. All right. That is, uh, that's all we have to. No, we have one last thing, buddy. We have one last yeah, one thing more? that you seem to constantly not bring uh, up. We and got one more week. With a week left. How are the standings, buddy? You're How up. How are the standings? You're up one this week. You're up six on the year. And we only six. got one week left. And I'm only three behind Brian for the win. I've actually moved into second place above Nick. I am on Brian Teagle's butt. I am going to win this. All right. We'll see if you can. Look, I'm still up two years to one. You know, let's talk next year with you. you You're talking about the last two years. Aren't you cute? Hey, only matters right now, buddy. Matters right now. We'll be back Friday. Uh, More more football to talk about. 